is what Brooklyn sounds like.
All right, you're listening to Look at My Records on Radio Free Brooklyn. Kicked off the program with a new song by Looms. It's called Eclipse. It's off of their brand new record. They just had a release show last night. Fortunately, couldn't attend. I was at the Feelies show at Rough Trade, but I heard it was off the chain. Feature performances by friends of the program, Henry Flower, Gesserit, and I heard it was a good time. But their brand new third LP is out now on Good Eye Records. It's called The Way Up, and that was called Eclipse, featuring guitars from Nels Klein. Yes, that Nels Klein, people. So I hope you enjoyed that first track. And right now, I'm here with today's guest, Blake the Man 1000. Hey, Tom, how are you? Good, how are you? You know, I'm pretty good, been better, but uh, you just good had, overall. You just had your wisdom teeth out? Mm-hmm. How's that experience been? Uh, it, it hasn't been terrible, but I've definitely had better weeks. Yeah. So I had my wisdom teeth out about 10 years ago Oh wow! Um, on Staten Island. That's where I'm originally from. And it was right before Obama was inaugurated. And I remember while I was under the prost- whatever the guy's called. What is he called? Who the takes him out? Oral surgeon. Yeah. yeah we'll yeah. just say that. It was just like ripping on Obama. And I was like, oh, you're really? not cool, dude. Oh, yeah. My oral surgeon you. is really cool. He gave me, well... So I didn't realize at first, but, you know, they give you the little paper after the surgery that's like, here's some tips and stuff. And then at the bottom, there's, uh, if you have any problems, text this number. And I didn't notice it at first. And then the next morning, so then, you know, I get home after the surgery and I'd been down. Um, and basically my, my, sorry if anyone doesn't like blood, my gums were like still bleeding and I couldn't get them to stop bleeding and I was out of gauze. So then like, also I'm like delirious because I was still... You know, the sleeping medicine had been all weird or whatever. So I call the office. I leave this really weird, like, half-awake voicemail. And so then the doctor texts me in the morning. So I've been texting him pretty much constantly for the past few days. So really like my uh, nice. really like my. You should have told him to come to the show. I know. We've got two extra mics. Yeah. It, you know, it's a sh- <laughs> it seems like I'll be meeting up with him at some point today, maybe just for lunch or something yeah cool well tell him tell him look at my record said hey (laughs) but so aside from your recent oral surgery tell us a little bit about yourself we were getting to know each other a little bit before we went live you're originally from california Mm -hmm. you went to school in the nashville area yeah started playing music with people there uh tell me a little bit about your background in playing music yeah i uh i played i started playing in bands in like high school and then um in college in Nashville, started playing my own stuff um, under the, the name Blake the Man 1000. Um, and then moved here about a year and a half ago and uh, been playing shows out here. Um, and uh, yeah, just, you know, I, I, uh, I'm for, for work, I'm a sound engineer. I do live sound. So uh, I just love music, love making music, and uh, feel so lucky that I'm able to play shows around town and stuff. Cool. So, Tell us about the origins of the name Blake the Man 1000. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it's been around for a while. And in high school, um, I had this friend, Brendan, who was, uh, he was really cool. And he was like, uh, you know, you got to get this thing Twitter. So then during our calculus class, we made a Twitter account for me. And we were like, oh, what should the name be? And Blake the Man 1000. And then uh, just kind of stuck with that Twitter username for 
a long time now. I guess it's almost been like 10 years that I've had that. And now it's your music moniker. That's yeah. cool. Uh, tell us about your music. I really connected with your songs when I first heard them in preparing for another show that I host bi-weekly on this station, Brooklyn Bandstand. I think you were playing a show that night, and that's kind of what the show's geared to. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of your songs are like kind of intimate Sort of love songs type of thing. What it, what inspires some of them? I really like library love song. That's yeah. the nice one. You know, I think, um, yeah, I think a lot of uh, songs that I've written in the past have been just kind of, you know, influenced by the other music I like. And I think those kinds of songs are maybe the most popular. A lot of the newer stuff that I've been working on has been a little more, um, like less romantic and more personal and, uh, I'll play some of that later. Actually, I cool. have one about the wisdom tooth that I recorded after the surgery on Thursday. So I think I think that one. But yeah, a, a lot of them have been like that. And I think that's just kind of me not knowing what else to write about, you know, at age 18 or whenever I wrote those ones. Cool. I, I really like them, though. I like your lyrical star, style, too. It's very direct and plain spoken. Is that inspired by anyone in particular lyrically? Um, I think definitely, like... Um, when I first started writing songs, a lot of my biggest influences were like a lot of the like Bandcamp stuff from a few years ago. Like I remember, I mean, especially like Alex G. I remember hearing that and being like, "Hey, you know, I could probably do that." And then, um, you know, over time, the more songs you write, you know, you realize it's a lot harder. But um, yeah, I think like Alex G. and Frankie Cosmos and Porches, all those kind of Bandcamp bands were really. Uh, the stuff that inspired me to start writing music. So how do you approach writing and recording? You mentioned artists like that who, from what I understand, originally started out kind of doing bedroom pop, writing and recording in their bedrooms on their own, their computer with their own stuff. Is that how you write and record? Yeah. As well? I think uh, most of my songs start out just on guitar. Usually I'll have like a voice memo of something and then... Um, yeah, a lot of times it's, um, you know, just it, we have in my house a basement where we have all of me and my roommates have music equipment down there. And so I record a lot of stuff down there. And then uh, I've been able to work at some studios, too, and use time there to re- record some. So cool. like Library Love Song was done at a studio in bed Oh, very nice. So tell me, you, you moved to Brooklyn about a year and a half ago, you're saying. Mm-hmm. You spent a lot of time in Nashville playing music mm-hmm. while you were in college. How would you compare the two as far as music scene and making music? Mm, yeah. Um, I think the biggest difference for me is uh, when I was in Nashville, I was really kind of in like a college scene. And so it'd be playing a lot of like a college show, house show kind of vibe. Um, and so uh, I think uh, at those, you know, I was definitely playing a lot kind of louder music. And then... Um, since moving here, I've discovered it's a lot harder to, uh, it's harder to get adults stoked about music. So I think, um, you know, it's, uh, that's been the biggest difference is just discovering that there are very different audiences in the two scenes. Cool. Yeah, it is different, but you're getting people stoked. I'm stoked. Uh, thanks, Tom. We're Thank both you. stoked right now. Right? Yeah, I'm stoked and also sweating i just took my sweater off. yeah it gets really hot in this studio yeah uh, next time i'll warn you in yeah, advance that's bad. good though i'm happy to be here 
Tell me about your latest single. I really like Greta Van Fleet. Um, oh, yeah. Tell me about what inspired that. Uh, you kind of say you're Greta Van Fleet, but for fans of Lou Reed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I um, Yeah, I think that was one of those ones where, you know, it was a voice memo. And um, when I uh, when I write or record a new song, you know, I usually have, um, you know, there's like a handful of people that I like to send it to. And so I sent that one. Um, to my brother and he really really liked yeah, that it's, one it's, so it's awesome it's um, hilarious I was like oh yeah I gotta gotta do this and uh it's uh yeah it's a real fun one to play live too um also it was really fun to record the cowbell on that one you know it's always been a dream to just rip those quarter notes on the cowbell yeah man rip them yeah. rip them straight up how about my other favorite song that we were talking about earlier library love song is that based on true occurrences you know, I think that one was, um, you know, the Vampire Weekend song, Campus. Yeah. Great I always, song. I always loved that song. And I was like, man, I'd love a uh, very direct, you know, uh, college love song, romance song yeah. like Campus. Yeah. So that was, I'd say that was at least lyrically probably like the Bane that was like, oh, I want to make a song like Campus. And cool. So you have a string of singles out and you have an EP out, right, mm-hmm. that you released in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you planning on putting out next? Um, you know, I, I'm hoping to do an, an album. Um, I've been demoing for that for about a year or so. And then um, I think in, in the summer I'm going to start actually going into a studio with the, the band I've been playing with live and record some of that. But, um, you know, not really in a hurry, just... Um, once it feels like I've got all the songs and, you know, the right people helping out, um, I intend to, I think my next, it, yeah, I, I would think my next release will probably be like a, a full album. Very exciting. And what can people expect from your next release? Is it different sounding than the stuff you have out now? Kind of like a continuation or expansion on that? Yeah, I think um, musically a lot of the influences are pretty similar, but uh, I've definitely been trying to move towards like more personal um, songwriting. So, and I, yeah, we'll, we'll listen to some of that later. I'm happy. Very to excited to play some of that. Very, very excited. This is going to be a world premiere of world a new premiere. song. How many new songs are you going to hear? One? Uh, as many as, as we Oh, yeah, crap. I play, Whoa. Yeah, I could play a bunch. Oh, my gosh. That's really exciting. Damn. Thank you for this exclusive uh, dive into your new tracks. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah. So Anytime. And so you got a string of gigs lined up for May, right? You got one yeah, we got a few coming up with Boys Scott, who is a band that I actually discovered through listening to you. Mm-hmm. They have a great album that I think was just recently reissued as well. Yeah, on Goosebumps Citrus, was just re-released Citrus on City Citrus City Records, yeah. right, on cassette. So everyone mm-hmm. check out that record. It's really good. Yeah. And who else is playing that show? That's on the 15th? Yeah, or? so the that one is at Alphaville on May 15th. That is... um. I would maybe say that a dream lineup of sorts. So there's um, Softy, who's um, a, a pop artist here in Brooklyn. Um, and yeah. there's someone I've collaborated with quite a bit, and they play in my band. Um, and uh, I've actually I produced their new single that's coming out this summer. And then there's Quaker Parents from Canada, who's um, awesome. Maybe we could get some QP in today, too. It's, it's oh, a really yeah. good band. And then Boy Scott and, and myself. So it's um, we're really excited. That's May 15th. It's a Wednesday at Alphaville. Cool. 
Well, let's uh, let's play some of your tunes here. Um, let's play uh, let's play an older song, a song you already have released. Yeah. To start, what would you? Anything in particular you'd like to play? Uh, let's see. I'm looking at. We'll play Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, we can do. That's Greta a crowd Van Fleet. favorite. It's yeah, a favorite of mine. One. And I love how you got the Lou Reed cover. Oh for yeah. the single. Yeah. Did you uh, just make that in Photoshop or? No, Claire Fogarty, who's a, a local artist around here, did that. Cool. Shout out to Claire Fogarty. Yeah, shout it out looks, to Claire Fogarty. You got the whole package there with that single, man. Yeah, I we really it. wanted to capture the uh, Transformer vibe, even though I will say the song's much more influenced by Coney Island, baby. Yeah, that I think so, too. Yeah. What's your favorite Lou Reed album? Probably Coney Island, baby. Me, too. I like yeah, that Yeah, I love that. The whole football for the coach and all that. Cool. It's a great album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll play a couple of new unreleased songs by Blake the Man 1000. We'll start off with Wisdom. Tooth. Yeah, we can do Wisdom Tooth and then uh Yeah, we'll we'll pick a few. Okay. We'll pick cool. a few. All right. So let's uh let's kick it off with Greta Van Fleet and follow it up with Wisdom Tooth and then a couple more. Yeah. And we'll yeah. tell you about those songs when we get back. Uh, awesome. We, you know you're gonna hear Wisdom Tooth. But first up, Greta Van Fleet, people. Okay. Enjoy. This awesome song, Blake the Man 1000. This song is available on all streaming platforms. Also on uh, Bandcamp. Is it on Bandcamp? Or? Yeah, I don't think I ever put it on there. I should put it on Bandcamp, though. It'll be on Bandcamp soon. Everyone, this is Greta Van Fleet. I'm like Greta Van Fleet, but for fans of Lou Reed. My girl's a keeper, she's from Rockaway, Queens. I'm like Greta Van Fleet, but for fans of Lou Reed. Ah. Uh. 
the man 1000 songs you guys thank three you. new ones yeah those those ones are uh all three recorded just in, in my house oh nice well yeah. thank you for sharing them with everyone here thank you for oh, sharing yeah. them with us thank thanks for having me thanks for everyone listening so wisdom teeth sounds like it's the most recently written song yeah i um i wrote that one last week before I got my wisdom tooth surgery. Oh, before. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I recorded it after oh, okay. the surgery cool. that night. Yeah. Oh, nice. Because it's actually, you know, I, I got him out because one was impacted and infected. So, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's, uh, it was also kind of inspired. My friend uh, Alexander was in town and I love his music and he was playing and I went to his show and I was like, oh, you know, I want to make a song like him. Cool. And then after that, we heard Rattlesnakes. Yeah. And that one, uh, that one, my, my brother is very influential on my music taste. And he showed me, um, we were, uh, uh, this December, I was with him in California and we were listening to like uh, Modest Mouse, which like the older Modest Mouse stuff he loves. And then uh, Minutemen too. So that's why yeah. I squeezed in that corn dog lyric was kind of Minutemen. A great Minutemen corn dog reference. You were saying your parents actually live in San Pedro, right? Mm-hmm. Very yeah. cool. I love the Minutemen. Yeah. Very One of the greatest band. bands of all time, if you ask me. Yeah. I noticed you have quite a few of the records in your discogs. Oh, yeah. I love the Minutemen. Got yeah. them all, possibly. Almost all of them. I don't know. And then we wrapped it up. What was the last song we heard in that That set? one was called uh, For Goodness Sake. Cool. Yeah, that one's kind of uh, more, you know, acoustic, kind of alt-country vibe. Nice. So, wide range of influences on those three tracks, and they all sounded different. So, cool. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, th- thanks for listening. And you're hoping to package these tracks into a record that may be out in the fall, possibly? Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to record those with a full band in, in the summer, and then... Uh, Maybe in the fall, if they're ready, uh, that'd be. I'd love to release a record by the fall. Very exciting. A lot going on in Blake the Man 1000 land. In addition to the show on the 15th, you got a couple of other shows coming up in May. Yeah. Right? Yeah, one. So the, the 15th and then the 14th, the night before. Oh. Yeah, and this one is... Um, it's an Airbnb experience on the 33rd floor of the Rockefeller Center. 
Whoa. Yeah, really looking forward to that one. And that one's also with, with Softy. And how'd, how'd that come together? You know, um, a friend knew someone who was booking Airbnb experiences, and he recommended me for it. That's great. Yeah, so I'm really excited for that one. Yeah, that's cool. I've always thought a good Airbnb experience would be something involving local music like mm-hmm. that. So that's actually really cool that that's happening. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I think it'll be cool. At the very least, I'm sure I'll get some cool pictures. Oh, yeah. You're going to be at The Rock performing. I know. That's amazing. I grew up th- watching 30 Rocks. So. Yeah, me too. Maybe Liz Lemon will be there. Oh, man, I'd love to. Liz Lemon, Kenneth, the whole gang. Yeah. Yeah. The guy that, you know, is the boss. What's his name? Let's see. Alec Baldwin's yeah, his real Alec name. Yeah, Alec Baldwin is, is the real Jack name. Is it Jack Donahue? Yes. You're good, man. You remember your 30 Rock trivia. Yeah, I know, my na- I know my 30 Rock names. All right. Excellent. And any other shows coming up this month? Yeah, doing um an 8-Ball Underground session on uh, May 31st. And what's that eight ball eight ball, session? They're like a like a DIY community group. Um, they do like a lot of like um, they do like what do they call them? I don't know, they, you know they do they promote like zine stuff and then they do like activism and then they book some shows too. So I've played one of their events before and it was really fun. So that one's in uh, somewhere in Lower Manhattan. Very exciting. And will that be recorded then, the session? or Yeah, yeah, that one, oh, there'll nice. be a video of that on, on the interweb. Awesome. So stay tuned in June. You'll see a great video and recording of Blake the Man 1000 performing an 8-Ball session. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exciting. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, play some of the records you picked mm-hmm. uh, from my collection. Scoured it, scoured the Discog page, and pulled up some monochrome set. Yeah. Built to Spill and Frankie Cosmos. Yeah. They're over there in the corner. Um, in the, yeah. In the bag. Yeah. So you pick Built to Spill. There's uh, nothing wrong with, what's it? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with, with love. love. Yeah. Yeah. What song would you like to hear from that? Um, Twin Falls, Idaho. Great, great song. Yeah. I and love that one. Built to Spill. And that record was actually reissued a couple of years ago. So it was like out of print for a really long time. Mm-hmm. So I have the reissue. And it's a great Great record. Possibly their strongest record, mm-hmm. if you ask me. Yeah, I really like that one. I guess for me, you know, um, kind of the common thing between all three of these is they were, I had this, my brother and I used to share my mom's old car in high school. And uh, so we'd both pick CDs. So these were all CDs I had in that car. Oh, cool. Yeah. So um, th- that was kind of the theme I went with. But yeah, the, the Built to Spill one was one my brother bought. Like, he, honestly, most of the cool music I listen to is stuff he showed me. Like, Minuteman, Modest Mouse, Built to Spill. All all my younger brother being like, hey, listen to this. Same with Frankie Cosmos. Anyway, he bought the Built to Spill CDs. Like, you should listen to this. And then um, I, I really love, like, narrative songwriting. And uh, I think Twin Falls, Idaho is a really Very narrative. Yeah. Very, I guess, about Doug March's youth growing up in Idaho. Mm-hmm. Only real, only band I know originally from Idaho. I can't really think of anyone else. I know a person from Idaho who plays in bands, but cool. not necessarily an Idaho band. I love that Idaho perspective. Yeah, you know, potatoes and stuff. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I know nothing about Idaho. Neither do I. I'd like to drive through it someday, though. Yeah, I know a guy from Spokane. 
That's and he, cool. uh, I think they're pretty similar, Eastern Washington and Idaho. Idaho, nice. So I guess that's how Built to Spill wound up in Washington. That makes sense. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. I don't know my, like, Northwest geography like that. Mm-hmm. But, all right, next up, Frankie Cosmos. Same deal, brother picked Frankie Cosmos. I think we had Zentropy, but I ended up listening to Next Thing a lot more. Yeah, that was, Zentropy was originally self-released. She's uh, she's one of a bunch of musicians from SUNY Purchase College, mm-hmm. which is a, a state university about an hour north of the city mm-hmm. in like the Westchester area, you know, like the band Level Up mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They're all, all like kind the of like, double double whammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah, kind of yeah. like all formed over there. So, yeah, Zentropy I think was like self released, and then this was on Bayonet Records, which is like an offshoot of Captured Tracks, mm-hmm. formed by Dustin, Dustin from, from Beach Fossils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what song would you like to hear from this record? Mm, probably Fool. Cool. Yeah, it's the popular one, but I love it. Why do you love it so much? I think it's probably that melody, the you make me feel like woo-hoo. Yeah, good melody in that track. That sticks with you. Um, yeah, I don't, don't have a lot to say about it other than like, that was one of those like, whoa, my brother's cool music. Your brother has some good taste. Yeah, like I've said it, he's got better taste than me. Anything I listen to that's that's good is usually usually his call. So, have you played in bands with your brother before? Since no, you guys he, are kinda he like... started playing music after we both moved out. Yeah. Um, but um, eventually, hopefully, you know, we'll play some music together. Cool. Possibly. Yeah. He lives in Oregon, so. Portland or Eugene. Eugene. He was in Portland, but he's in Eugene now. Nice. All right. And last selection, Monochrome Set, who actually recently came through New York. I saw them at uh, WFMU's Monty Hall, like about maybe two months ago. They were really good. Yeah, they played a great set. Man, I didn't know about that. I would have totally gone. Um, Yeah, so this one was... I was randomly in high school really into new wave music and my dad's ex-girlfriend was like, you got to hear Monochrome set. This is the the best new wave music. So then she like bought me the CD for my birthday or something. I think maybe my 18th birthday. And uh, yeah, my brother and I loved it. It lived in the car. Great, great CD. And what song would you like to hear from it? What's the one that looks so good in Technicolor? Oh, hold on. It's something about Joe. Joe. I think they may have played that song when I saw them. They were very... I'll the name. One observation I made of their live set, they were very, like, like the bass player, like, was standing, like, with his, like, legs crossed, kind of. They were very, like, still. And uh-huh. just very precise. Yeah. And I was like, I like this vibe. That's how I imagine guys. that. It yeah, was, um... very, very... Um, very much like that. It was kind of crazy, but I dug it a lot. Okay, I can't remember what that... Let me... Could I see the Strange Boutique track listing? Sure. Hold on. Strange Boutique track listing. If not, we could do the... Actually, we could do the first song. The monochrome set. Monochrome set. All right. Actually, that one's probably a little more upbeat. Let's do that. Let's do that one. Let's do that. We're going to kick it off with Twin Falls by Built to Spill. And take it into some Frankie Cosmos and Monochrome set. 
We'll be right back, people. We're not going anywhere. I'm still here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Look Ooh. at my records with Blake the Man. One thousand. She was only two It's the first time she felt blue Cafeteria Harrison Elementary Beneath a parachute I saw her without shoes Seven up I touched her thumb she knew it was me Although she couldn't see Unless of course she peeked My mom's good, she got me out of Look to me and I look away 
We're back. Blake the Man 1000 and Tom Gallo here with you guys right now hanging out. We just heard Blake's picks. And weren't they delightful? Love those songs. Great records. All three. All three really great songs. Built to Spill. There's Nothing Wrong with Love. Twin Falls, Frankie Cosmos, Next Thing. We heard the song Fool. And the monochrome set, I presume, by the monochrome set. Before we get back into things here, guys, I just want to remind you to sign up for the Radio Free Brooklyn mailing list. Ooh. Have you signed up yet, Blake? I have not. This will be the first thing I do after the show. Check it out. It's a monthly newsletter. You get updates on new programming at Radio Free Brooklyn. Did you know... My favorite new show is this show that's all about Frank Zappa. Wow. Yeah. Great way to <laughs> dive into Frank Zappa. I never got into Frank Zappa, Neither but did I, I've always wanted to, so I feel like that's my entry Yeah, point. I feel like this show is a good entry point, and it's new, and it's on Radio Free Brooklyn. And if you subscribe to our newsletter, you'll be able to find out about it. New programming, upcoming events, ticket giveaways, special offers. RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. And of course, I'd encourage everyone to donate because we run on donations. Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 charitable organization. All donations are tax deductible. 
the fullest extent of the law. So, for instance, if you enjoyed this interview between Tom of Look Up My Records and Blake the Man 1000, consider donating. RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. And finally, we have mobile apps that you should check out so you can take Radio Free Brooklyn on the go with you. We got one for iPhone and one for Android. You can get those. RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash iPhone. RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash Android. If you're an Android user, hey, updated people with all that stuff. But now we're back. We're back, That's baby. over. It's me and Blake the Man 1000. 1,000 times the man. Yeah. 1,000 times greater than a normal man, dude, named Blake. My That's cheeks you. are a thousand times bigger than they normally are because <laughs> I got my wisdom teeth out this week. So, we just heard some great records. Blake, what's next? What's happening next for you in Blake the Man 1000 land? You got these three gigs coming up. Yeah, really excited about the shows this month, I think. Uh, and anything really else fun. scheduled for the rest of the summer? Um, Working on some more shows for the summer. Nothing announced yet, though. So oh, okay, cool. Stay posted. My Instagram, I post all the shows. It's just Blake the Man 1000. Same with Twitter. Any, but, uh, this, any this touring? Was... Anything going on now? No, I'm just, just sticking around the city. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, enjoy the summer in the city. Oh, yeah. It's nice here. Love it here. It's a lot of fun. A lot of good outdoor shows. They just announced mm-hmm. all their Prospect Park shows. Who's playing happening. Prospect Park this year? I think Liz Fair is playing a free oh, show, cool. which is exciting. I'd, I'd go see Liz Fair for Me free. Me too. That sounds fun. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. And I can't remember who she's playing with. And then I think Tortoise is playing as well. I don't know them. It's some UK thing. Okay, I think. cool. I think. I'm not yeah. positive, you know. I'll have to look that one up before I commit yeah. to it. Yeah, me too. We'll we'll listen before we go. But so your show coming up on the fourth the fifteenth, excuse me, features Boy Scott, friends of yours from mm-hmm. Nashville, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And what about Quaker parents? Or do you know, do you know them? You have we're friends internet with them? friends. Oh, you're in internet Canada. friends. Yeah. Oh, where are they from in with, Canada? I think Montreal. They've played oh, with Boy Scott a few times in Canada. Cool. So they're coming down, and then Boy Scott's coming into the city from Connecticut. Oh, Boy Scott is based in Connecticut now. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Can't wait for them to come to the yeah. city. And then Softy too. Which Softy. Nice. Softy's um, phenomenal, phenomenal uh, pop artist from Brooklyn. How'd you? So you recorded one of their recent singles. You were mm-hmm. telling me. Yeah, what, I, I co-produced Softy's um, newest single that will be out this summer, and then uh, we know each other through mutual friends. Oh, mainly. cool! And so you're doing a lot of like producing and engineering for other bands around here. Yeah, um, you know, some some uh, I do live sound mostly. So uh, when I have time to to do some of the other stuff, I do. Like recording for other people. Very exciting. I've heard about Softy, and I'm looking forward to hearing yeah. the song that you produced. Yeah, Softy is a killer. You definitely want to be there for the Softy set on the 15th. Don't miss it. That's the 15th at Alphaville. So let's play a let's play a couple of songs by Quaker Parents and Boy Scott. Like I said, I discovered this Boy Scott record. From list by listening to you, basically, uh-huh. um, it's normally the other way around. I think. Yeah, yeah. So I found 
Goosebumps. This is a record that came out about five years ago, actually, right? 2015? It's been been a second now. Yeah, this was, I mean, before I ever even knew them, this was like my favorite record in college. And then I got to play with them in Nashville, ended up touring with them and play with them here now. So, yeah, this this was so good. I also saw they played New Brunswick recently with a couple of friends of mine, bands that I know, Shred Flintstone. Yeah. A couple other people, right? They were just in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Hopefully you'll meet Scott, the the singer from Boy Scott. They're a band where um, they know everyone who plays music. If you know any person in a band, they've probably played with them. So they're, they're a cool band. They've toured a lot. Yeah, it seems like they've, they've made their rounds around the country. And then Quaker Parents... T-shirt live. Is this a this is a live song? Yeah, this so is the, recorded live. Yeah, the the regular version is only on Bandcamp, and then on on Spotify you only have the live version. But the live version rules. Yeah, what do they like? I've never really listened to them before. How would you describe them? You know, they have a pretty wide variation in their sound. A lot of it's um, it's all guitar based, and some of it's kind of heavier, like Modest Mouse or something like that. And then. Uh, T-shirts, uh, kind of a softer take. Yeah, we'll hear that in a second. But overall, really, really good stuff. Cool. That's very, very exciting. Good choices from the Boy Scott and Quaker Parents catalog, and we're gonna play them. Embarrassingly enough, and T-shirt. Blake, thank you so much for stopping by the program today. Thanks it was for a pleasure. Oh, thank you. you. Can come back anytime. You can come back either on this show or on the podcast. You can play live. We'll yeah. do some stuff. Oh, I would love to do that. We'll have beer if you Whoa. like beer. Yeah. You like beer? Uh, Yeah. Me too. Depends which one, but generally I like it. Yeah, yeah, me too. And, you know, just have a great time. And tell everyone what about those shows one more time. May yeah. 14th. May 14th, Rockefeller Center. Whoa. May 15th, Alphaville. How many people do you hear playing Rockefeller Center, guys? Go. Yeah, not many. And then uh, May 31st, 8-Ball Underground Session. Awesome. And Blake's music is available on all streaming platforms. That's where I discovered him. Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal. Deezer. Deezer, maybe YouTube. Too. Amazon. Amazon, Bandcamp, some of it rest of it will be up shortly so yeah. check it out like follow subscribe facebook instagram twitter blake the man 1000 that's me yeah i'm i'm good at all the plugs man i'm getting all the plugs out getting them out of my system go check out blake's music you can see him again may 14th may 15th may 31st and in june stay tuned because the may 31st show will be videotaped and released for wide public consumption, everyone. All right. Online, baby. Here we go. These are two bands that Blake will be playing with on May 15th at Alphaville. Boy Scott, originally from Nashville, now based in Connecticut. And Quaker Parents from somewhere in Canada, we think Montreal. 90% sure. 90% sure it's Montreal. So, hey. Shout out to Boy Scout and Quaker Parents. Guys, we'll see you next week. Well, actually, I won't. Um, I won't be here next week. Charles Pinnell will be filling in for me, and the band The Gala from Boston will be his guests, my guests on the show. So tune in. Charles is a great guy. He's going to do a great job guest hosting. Here we go. Embarrassingly enough, by Boy Scott.
And you could leave all of your lies outside some shelter of the shell that you might don at night, but you yield it lightly. Constant skin grows thicker than the bond that still exists between your young and pounding fists and what propels their fight, though you wield them lightly. Memories of what matter take lead of me. Not a reason to leave, but a lead in some Not a reason to leave, but I'm leaving so. T-shirt on my TV, you can watch it right through me. Let it run through me. Got your T-shirt on my TV, you can watch it right through me. Let it run through me. Got your T-shirt on my TV, you can watch it right through me. Thanks for listening to Look at My Records. Check out our page on the Radio Free Brooklyn site and our website, lookatmyrecords.com. Tune in next week as Charles Pinnell guest hosts Garage Rockers The Gala, who are in town from Boston for one night only. They have a gig at the gutter. Check them out.